Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Good morning, all. Jake here from the Running with Jake podcast. My delicious bowl of overnight oats ready for breakfast. I've just actually done a performance community workout, well, a bulletproof workout, a live workout for my guys in the performance community, which is my coaching service. And I just just thought, actually, while I was getting breakfast, I was like, hang on, I need to jump on here on the page and share this. It was playing on my mind a little bit this morning. One of the questions I get asked the most, definitely in the top five of questions, is Jake. I know that I need to do strength work. I know that I need to work on flexibility. I know that I've had injuries and I've seen physios and specialists and they've advised me that I do X and Y. How can I fit everything into my training? Well, the simple answer to that question is you can't. And the second answer is you don't have to. So here's the thing, here's my thoughts on trying to fit everything in. Now, no matter who you speak to, and obviously there's lots of people that have varying opinions on running and how to train. We're all kind of experts, aren't we? We'll speak to different coaches, different athletes on the podcast. You will have club buddies, experienced runners, uh, fellow, uh, I suppose, or people that are personal trainers that, you know, you have lots of sort of fitness experts. But actually, one thing, while they may disagree on certain modes and methods of training one thing that everybody will agree on is that actually it's not just about running it's about the other things around running and of course when we take up the sport we take up the sport to run for whatever reason that is you're using running as a vehicle might be to lose weight might be for your mental health might be to give you some freedom some space from uh, away from the the um everything else you have going off in life but whatever your reason whether it's to race an event you choose running to feel better and that's the focus isn't it to run now we know we have to do the other stuff so we know we have to really do the strength and conditioning work i think there's not much argument there i think you guys if you're really honest with yourself know that you should be doing some of that stuff now the reason i think i say you you don't have to what i mean by that really to give it some clarity and context is i don't think you have to do everything at once you can't now when we speak to athletes on the show or coaches on a podcast you know they'll say well they work through a program they periodize their training so they work on various aspects of their training at various points so if you think about if you follow a plan whether you download it or you get it from a coach let's say you're following a marathon plan well you don't just kind of do the same thing all the time do you you'll have various phases and you'll work through various things there might be some hill reps to build some strength for example some short hill reps to build strength you might have some lactate threshold type work or tempo work or whatever you want to refer to it as and you might have some long distance runs that you build up so you build up your endurance so there's lots of different phases so you can't fit everything in at once it's just not possible and you have will just you'll explode it's too much and too overwhelming so i think that you should take this as an opportunity now i've said this a lot and i appreciate that sometimes i jump on this page on the podcast and i'm shouting from the rooftops and i'm super positive which i'm not always by the way i'll have my downtime and my moments where i want to kick the cat the proverbial cat hasten to add but actually i largely see things through a positive lens and the fact that we've been given this time so all these races are not going ahead and i know many of us are struggling with this because it's hard isn't it it's like oh that's the thing that keeps me going that's the thing that makes me train so i do understand it's hard for people but i actually view this as a real opportunity because because there's no pressure. I'm really enjoying my training at the moment, which isn't always the case, but I'm really enjoying it because I can do what I want to do. There's no pressure. And not only that, I've actually got this void of time, like so, so long. I mean, my main goal is Manchester next year. Will that go ahead? 
I don't know. I wouldn't say right now, categorically, yes, it will. Who knows in this life we're all experiencing at the moment. But the point is, it's given me this time to work on different elements of my training at different times. So putting the running aside, I might start to work on some muscular endurance. So I might, I've recently joined the back up at the gym, actually, Martina's first session this morning. I'm intrigued to see how it all went with a one-way system or whatever. So I'm going to work on some muscular endurance for a period of weeks. And then uh, I'm going to move into some strength work. And then I'm going to move into the next phase. Now, let's just bring it back a little bit. Keep it really simple. I know that through some biomechanical assessments I've had done recently and knowing myself as I do in my own running experience, I tend to suffer with calves, kind of shin splints, which is a bit of an umbrella term. I know that's my weakness. I know that's something that I want to rectify. I'm also interested in improving my running technique, which you guys that follow me a lot will probably know that. That's a bit of a focus for it at the moment. So I know doing single leg balance work Standing on one leg while I'm brushing my teeth, closing my eyes, I've got a wobble cushion that I use in the evening. I know that that's really beneficial to me and my specific goal and my specific weaknesses. So that's what I'm gonna focus on. Now there's so many different exercises that we can do. There are so many different stretches that we can do. Can you do them all? No, you cannot. It's not possible. So do the things that you know benefit you and actually write it down and don't get caught up in the the minefield that is the internet and google and experts and oh my gosh this uh, now i'm understanding i should be doing this and i should be doing that you can't do it what works for you what do you need to do right now if you've got a hip problem have you been given some advice from a physio from a chiropractor from an osteopath from a biomechanics specialist should you be applying that then yes so i'll give you an example of stretching now this is a massive gray area isn't it it causes causes a lot of uh, divides opinion. I'm talking about static stretching here. So where you find, you go into the stretch, if I can balance on one leg, you hold it for a period of time and then you release it. So a lot of people will suggest that you do that after you're running. And I would agree. Now stretching for me is if you need to stretch that muscle group, then work on that. If you're not particularly tight in that muscle group, then you probably don't really need to stretch it, in my opinion. In which case, you can park that, you can shelve it, and you don't need to spend half an hour when you get back from your run stretching all your muscle groups. My main focus when I get back from a run, if I make the time to stretch, which is often, I'll stretch calves and I'll stretch hips, and particularly hip flexors. That's my main focus because I know that they're my weak areas or my tight areas. So prioritize, you can't do everything and you don't have to at once. So prioritize what you know you should be doing. And the next thing I would do is look at your week, your time, because we're so busy, aren't we? All of us, it doesn't matter what you do for a living, whether you have kids, you don't have kids, whether you're married, whether you're not married, whether whatever your job is, we're so busy. We just, if somebody gives us an extra hour, we just fill it with stuff. So my advice is write down, and I've said this before, write down how much time you've got across a week, not for running, and get this thing out of your head that, well, an, an exercise session must be 60 minutes. Because I'm convinced a lot of people have that kind of minimum time in their head. If I go to the gym, it's got to be an hour. If I run, it's got to be, I don't know, six miles, 60 minutes, 45 minutes. You'll give it a label. You'll give it a, like a, a, almost like a mandatory time frame. It's not true. So write down all the time that you've got and then look at what you actually need to fit into that time. Like you would with work responsibilities. And I'm teaching you to suck eggs here. But I really think it's worth reminding you because sometimes we view running as, well, this is something I choose to do. It's a hobby. It's a passion. It's an interest of mine. It's my downtime. And you just kind of throw yourself into it without necessarily necessarily stopping just to structure it a little bit more. I believe giving that structure to your training will not only enable you to enjoy it, you'll get more out of it and hopefully you'll reduce the risk of injury because you're focusing on the things that work specifically for you. Guys, I hope you found that useful. If it's just 
got you thinking slightly differently this morning and enables you to spend some time planning your training and trusting your own opinion and you know your body better than anybody else, then I'm a very happy man. Right, off for my overnight oats now. Have a great rest of the day. Speak to you very soon. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.